0: This is Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. Forget what you think you know about church. The Lord be with you. And also with you A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John Jesus said to them. I am the bread of life Whoever comes to me will never be hungry and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty Then the Jews began to complain about him because he said I'm the bread that came down from uh, he said I'm the bread that came down from heaven they were saying is not this Jesus the son of Joseph whose father and mother we know how can he how can he now say i have come down from heaven jesus answered them do not complain among yourselves no one can come, can come to me unless drawn by the father who sent me and i will raise the person up on the last day it is written in the prophets and they shall all be and they shall all be taught by god everyone who has heard and learned from the father comes to me not that anyone has seen the father except the one who is from god he has seen the father Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever, and the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. The true gospel of the Lord. Praise to the Lord, the word, the light. Okay, be seated, please. Good afternoon. If you could go back in time and meet anyone who ever lived, who would you want to meet? It's one of those questions that gets asked when a new group of people are getting to know one another. And as a Christian, I answer Jesus. I mean, after all, can you imagine the opportunity to to meet him, to see into those eyes that seem to see everything, to learn from his love firsthand in the flesh? To ask so many questions we all yearn to have answers to. For, as he says in our gospel reading today, once we have come to him, we have seen and heard his father. Though coming to know Jesus, we come to, through coming to know Jesus, we, we come to know God. I confess that I have often uh, been envious of the disciples who got this chance every day for years. As the old hymn says, they got to walk with him and talk with him and hear him tell each of of them uh, that they were his own. How wonderful must that have been? And yet, as this afternoon's gospel reading reminds us, not everyone reacted to Jesus that way. An awful lot of people, people from all social and economic classes, from all religious groups, a lot of people who got to meet Jesus face-to-face and talk with him in person, well, they didn't like him all that much. The ones who found him confusing, those I understand. Jesus was confusing. Eat of me and I live forever. And live forever. Like, what? He obviously didn't want his listeners coming at him with knives and forks. So, what the heck was he getting at? Or deny yourself and take up your cross and follow me. Or the last shall be the first. And the first shall be the last. Jesus was often confusing. And I imagine that if I. Got that wish to go back in time and meet him in person I would find him just as confusing as others did but then were the, there were the ones who seemed bound and determined no matter what he did or where he went or what he said to be offended to be angry to gripe and complain how can he say he's from heaven we all know he's really from Nazareth and we've been there and Nazareth ain't no heaven how can he use the holy name of God, I am, for himself? That's blasphemy. And on and on and on it went. People who refused to follow Jesus because he asked too much of them. People who wouldn't follow Jesus because the things he said were too hard. People who, in the end, would have, would have him killed because he offended and angered them that much. We all know those people, folks who are seemingly determined to be negative no matter what, something wonderful happens and they tell us just wait, we'll pay for it later, with something bad. Something bad happens and they tell us, I told you so. They're invited to an event and they respond with I know you only invited me out of some sense of obligation so I'll save you the trouble and stay home. They're not invited to an event and they say no one cares about me. We all know those people. And I want to be clear, I'm not talking about people here who live with clinical depression or other mental illness. That is a very different thing, an illness that requires medical treatment, just like diabetes or heart disease. I'm talking about the kind of person that just can't seem to stop complaining about everything around them. Psychologists today tell us that when we repeat the same message or the same kind of message, that it reinforces it for us. So the more we tell ourselves that nobody cares about us, the more we come to believe it. The more we complain that a situation is horrible, the more we see the horrible in that situation. And medical studies have shown that being negative actually has an impact on our physical health. Lowering our immune system's defenses against disease, and then we get sick. And then we really feel miserable about life, the universe, and everything. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's the kind of person who were complaining about who were complaining about Jesus but it sounds familiar. People just can't find the good in anyone, even Jesus for heaven's sake. Think about the tragedy there. Jesus was standing there right in front of them. He was telling them that he had come from God. And then in some way he was one with God and he was offering them to be a part of that, to take his life into their lives, to bring him totally into themselves, to receive him and allow him to become a part of them, to allow God to become a part of them. And while this might be scary and confusing, it was clearly intended to be a gift, a wonderful offering of himself for all of those who were listening to his words. You know, long before the Last Supper, which never actually appears in John's Gospel, long before the church started to celebrate Eucharist and to speak of receiving Christ as the bread in that ritual, Jesus offered himself to all those who would come to him. And the naysayers, the, the negative types, responded by nitpicking his words and taking offense that he would say those things and questioning his motives and refusing to believe it. What a waste. It makes me almost angry, if I'm honest, that the presence of Jesus was wasted on those people who refused to see him for who he was, who squandered the opportunity to experience his presence. They they wasted it. I'm jealous. Yet I wonder how often our own negativity keeps us from seeing the places around us where Jesus is. Sure, we don't have him as flesh and blood, person in our midst but he's with us regardless if we're complaining and negative we get ourselves into that vicious cycle of negativity where the being negative just leads to more being negative and when all we see is a negative when all we do is complain we have a very very hard time seeing Jesus in our midst because he's there he's there in in all the beauty of this world, in, in the love, in the help of friends and family when we are having a hard time, in the, in the hand of a, of a loved one, in the smile of a stranger, in the sunrise and the sunset and the stars and the moon. And yes, in those moments when we are weaker than we want to be, when we have to depend on others instead of our own strength because in those moments we are reminded that we are, all of us, ultimately dependent upon God. I was reminded of this fact several times in the past few months. First, as many of you know, I became rather ill in May of this year and had to be hospitalized. It turned out that I had something called MRSA, which more simply put is a staph infection that is resistant to antibiotics. Don't worry, it's all cleared up, not contagious anymore. I had a couple of visitors like Dan and Don and Robbie come and see me at the hospital while I was there and Most importantly, Greg and Don shared the enormous responsibilities left at home, taking care of my pups, fish, and generally taking care of the house and any church calls that came in while I was away. The day came that I left the hospital, it was a Thursday, and Don was there to make sure I got home safely and set up for my aftercare at a clinic, which has been a godsend. As you might imagine, the first Sunday back was rough, as I was still pretty sick. I didn't have near the amount of time that I normally did to prepare. After the service, I was beat, both physically and mentally, and I crashed out hard, rather early in the evening. It was rather an unusual situation because no one was here in the house that Sunday after service. I'm sure that everyone was just trying to give me some time to get the rest that I so desperately needed. I was awakened by the doorbell at around 11.30 p.m. The dogs, of course, were going crazy, and this annoyed me even more. I swung open the door expecting to find Gavin or Hunter there with some story about something, but instead a young man who uses the name Cash walked right in and passed me into the living room. Nathan Smith is his given name, and he had come to the church and me personally some time back needing some help, a place to stay for a week or so, some hot meals, some respite from the streets, and I had obliged, as I usually do when I'm able. I continued to try and offer a helping hand any time Nathan reached out, and usually... He was held up someplace with no money and was hungry, and I would send him a little something to eat. I didn't mind doing it. I've been there. I won't go into all the sordid details of what went on the rest of that late night and early morning, but let's just say that Nathan had less than honorable intentions. He was there to rob me, and that's exactly what he and another male accomplice and female accomplice did. I did my best to remain calm and comply with their demands, keeping my hands up at all times all three were armed with handguns and there's not a doubt in my mind that they would have used them they went about gathering their take and at one point the other gentleman who later I found go- found out goes by the name of Bull decided that he wanted to take out some of his aggressions on me and I guess that's just what he did with a police baton now I am going to show this video to you and like I said there was a disclaimer in the beginning if you This is a crime scene video. This is a video of a crime occurring. If you don't think you can handle it, please excuse yourself from the sanctuary now. Okay? A bishop a day keeps the devil away. You're listening to Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. The rest of the encounter is is kind of blurry, as you might imagine. The last thing I remember about the incident was that Cash was upset because they had forgotten to bring the zip ties, thank God, and watching Bull walk by the altar and snatch up the tabernacle, stuffing it under his arm and walking out the door. I was able to get to the landline after being sure they were gone, and I got Dan's voicemail and my friend, uh, the sign guy, Dustin's voicemail. Dustin was here in about nine minutes, and Dan wasn't far behind. As you might imagine, I still have some apprehensions about staying home alone, and I have been uh, able to count on Don quite a bit to be here to support me in my time of need. And my buddy Baylor did his part by checking in with me daily or every other day, making sure that everything was securely locked and I was as safe as I could be. Dan came by several times a week and prodded me to be more active and always made sure the trash made it to the dumpster. Now, fast forward with me now to about two months ago when the clothes dryer... (laughs) Seems so insignificant now, doesn't it? When the clothes dryer started to go out, Uh, Don's cousin Stephen tried as hard as he could to resuscitate the old girl, but she only lasted on life support for a short time more and had to be replaced. Do you know how much a stackable dryer costs these days? I mean, I know, I sound like my grandparents, but seriously... I finally finally was able to get some short-term financing to get a replacement, and my my friend Scott was able to help me with his SUV to pick up the dryer at the store and get it as far as my front patio. It took my friends Josh, Clifton, Felice, and Dustin to remove the old unit and replace it with the new one. Oh, yeah, yeah. And last week, when all of this was going on, the Nest thermostat went out along with the entire AC unit during what has been the hottest days we have had so far this year. Each day was over 100 degrees and the heat index was over 110. My friend Keis stepped in and bought me a brand new thermostat and Dustin made sure that me and the kids didn't literally burn up by loaning us his, his portable AC unit for the five days we were without any air whatsoever. Dustin also has been working diligently to install a, a magnetic lock on the front gate to help with security as well as working to correct some issues with the ring doorbell. On top of that, he just unfroze my garbage disposal and was able to get the water filter, which was uh, absolutely stuck out of the fridge and replace it. Okay, so what's my point to telling you all of these events that have challenged me in the past few months? You know, I've met a lot of people in the 47 years that I've spent on this earth. I have a lot of acquaintances and don't get me wrong I'm grateful for that I do however I do however have some amazing friends who step up step in advise comfort listen rescue clean up and stand up they do what needs to be done oftentimes without even having to be asked to do it it would be easy, easy and often I even expected that I would have become negative and vengeful and filled with anger and frustration with all of these events taking place. And I admit there were times, there were times that I battled those emotions. But out of the adversity, instead of bitching and complaining and concentrating on the negativity, I suddenly remembered Jesus is there. Right with me. Right there with all of us in every place we go and in every circumstance in our lives. We can be frustrated with those 2,000 years ago who refused to see Jesus for who he truly was while he was standing in their midst. But we have to be aware that all too often we do the same thing. We don't recognize Jesus when he is standing in our midst. And we can be envious of the first disciples who had the chance to see Jesus right in front of them. Or we can rejoice because really, he is standing right in front of us, too. He's always around, either visiting or checking in or just being on call. His name is Dan, Dustin, Don, Baylor, Steven, Scott, Clifton, Greg, Robbie, Josh, Felice, and Kais. And that's just to name a few. What names do you know him by? I truly am blessed. And I'm so very grateful. Amen. It's time for everybody's favorite part of the service. You're the announcements. The, the announcements, of course. I mean, what else would it be? It's definitely not going to be up there. That's the problem. All right, look. Here we go. We're going to do it this way. You know, I'm just over it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. The iPad's <laughs> working. It's not wanting to connect with the, with the Apple TV. They're just not doing the thing today. They're just not happy with each other. So, they're having a little tiff. So, we have to deal with the small screen. Y'all can see that just fine. See, it's right there. Yep. I'll do some overlay or something during the video, and show we will be nice and clear. You'll never know what happened. <laughs> it's magic. Okay, so announcements. Now let's see if we can get to go forward. Please go forward. No. Nope. There we go. You know, you can make a difference. We rely on donations here at this church. We only rely on donations here at this church. That's what keeps us going. Um, without donations, without people giving their time and their ability and their money and all of those things, the resources to us to to put into this church, we would not be here. Um, and we need your help. Uh, I've said it many a time, COVID has, has destroyed a lot of our churches. They're gone. They're no longer around. A lot of churches, synagogues, places of worship, even just places we gathered are gone. Um, and it, you know, it's it's gnawing, it's knocking us at the door, you know. Um, I, I'm giving out a plea at this point. Uh, for anybody who's out there who enjoys listening to us, enjoys seeing our services, enjoys being a part of it, thinks that we're going in the right direction, thinks that we're trying to spread that message of all-inclusivity and hope and love that Jesus Christ offered for the world, please consider making a donation to Dallas Universal Life Church. It is completely tax-deductible. Um, it goes directly back into the church to our operating costs to help us. And none of us here get a salary. This is all volunteer. We are all volunteer here, and um, we could really, really use your help. Um, I don't want to be a statistic in this pandemic. I want us to still be here, changing lives when we come out of this. So please, if you could donate to Dallas Universal Life Church, all you do is go to DallasULC.com and click on donate. Pretty simple, right? Okay. Boy, it is one of those nights. Okay. Well, obviously it was a (laughs) robocall because it went off right away. So, as I said before, we are an all-volunteer organization. Some some people come to me and say, you know, Bishop, I I, I love the church. I want to be a part of it, and I want to help it. I want to support it, but I'm broke. And you know what? I'm right there with you. So you do what I do. Volunteer. I'm not asking you to volunteer the hours I do because I don't expect anybody to do that. But you can volunteer here at the church, and that's a good way of tithing, giving of your abilities and of your time to the church. Uh, You can go on to dallasulc.com and click on Volunteer. You can see a list of the available positions we have for volunteers. If you don't see something you like there, come anyway. Come talk to us. We love new ideas, and there's always room for more volunteers. Always. There's always work to be done. Always. So please, come check us out even if you haven't been here before and you're, you're going to be a new person, I find it's hard to be a new person going you into a service and you, know, you don't really know what's going on or whatever. Come and be part of the volunteer team. Meet some of the people you're going to be worshiping with. Meet some of your congregants. Get to know them a little bit. Then you feel more comfortable when you're actually worshiping with them. Um, I think it's a great way to, to break the ice and, and get involved with your church. Come see us at church. You know, if you're watching us online, come on in. We'd you know, love to have you. We, we, we would love to have you. We've got room. Not much, but we got room. We'll make room. Okay, come on in. But also check out the volunteer page, uh, DallasFuelCity.com. Click on volunteer, or you can always check in with me, and I'll be glad to put you to work. Okay. Pray at DallasULC.com. Pray at DallasFuelCity.com. That's pretty simple. It's an email address that you need if you have any prayer requests. Prayer requests are important. We we get them all the time, and we take them very seriously. You can remain anonymous, or you can give us your name. You can ask that your prayer request be said uh, during our daily prayers here at the church. We do pray every day here at Dallas, Dallas Universal Life Church. Or you can ask that our, your prayer be said during the Sunday service during the prayers of intercession uh, with the entire congregation. Again, you can remain anonymous or leave us your name. Just send us an email. If you have any questions, also, email us there, and we'll be glad to help you, help you with that as well. It's also a way to, uh, if you'd like to uh, do- donate... Uh, to dedicate a service to a loved one, for anything. I'm not talking about just deceased loved ones. I know a lot of people just think that's what it's for. It's not. Although today we, uh, uh, the service was dedicated to Charles Edward McCool, who was my grandfather. Uh, today uh, his birthday would have been um, would have been August the 5th, and so we just passed that. So today I decided to dedicate the service to him. Today uh, he was an amazing man uh, and. and left a hole in many people's hearts, and we miss him a bunch. Um, My grandmother just recently went to join him. He died in 98, and she just died uh, last year. So she has joined him now, and hopefully in uh, peace together again after 55 years together on this earth. Now that they can be back together again, it's an amazing, amazing idea. So today was dedicated to my grandfather, Charles Edward McCool, Jr. May he rest in peace, and may his memory live on forever. You can also donate going uh, to, to uh, have a service said for a loved one. It doesn't have to be for a dead person. <laughs> you know, it doesn't. It could be for an anniversary. It could be for a birthday, a, quince- a, a, a graduation, a quinceanera. Uh, whatever you want, a celebration. It's. I think it's amazing when you're able to give something like that to somebody who's alive and can experience it. Having a mass said for them, a service said for them. Wow, that's pretty cool. You know, your, your name's in the bulletin and... And we talk about you at the service, and we mention your name a couple of times, and sometimes we do a little video. I think it's pretty cool. And it does help the church as well. You, know, you just cover the cost of these for donation, cover the cost of the service, and we'll take care of the rest. Okay? All right. Do all that at pray at Compliments, concerns, suggestions, or complaints. Very simple here. I'm going to move right along through this. Very, very important. All of those things are important to us. But they're very, very simple for you to get our attention about and let us know. All you got to do is go to feedback at com. That's an email address again, feedback at com. Compliments, concerns, suggestions, or complaints, we'll take all of them right there. Just email us and we'll take care of it, okay? We value every one of those. They're all very important. know we had a podcast. We, a podcast. we have a podcast. I'm telling you, it is the bee's knees. How's that one? The bee's knees. I haven't heard that one in a while, huh? <laughs> I swear I'm turning into my grandparents. Podcast's been going over four years now. Four years we've been going to that podcast. The church has been here for five, a little over five now. I couldn't be more proud. Uh, I like they said. You don't think it makes me more proud is to fill this place up every day. Every Sunday, just fill it up. New people with longing for the thirst of knowing what we know. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, podcast is a good way to do that. You can check out the podcast. Um, if you haven't checked it out, it's it's a it's different. You know, I always listen to it. I, I can watch it on YouTube. I can be here. I can, you know, watch the video, watch the raw footage, whatever. Play it again in my mind. And when I listen to it on the podcast, I always hear something new, something different. I don't know if it's the fact that there's no visuals or whatever, but I'm, I'm able to just. Pick up a lot of different things. It's not necessarily, you know more things that are going on or said or whatever. It's just I, I pick up different things in the podcast and I do a lot of other things. So, if you ever check it out, check it out. It's really it's really cool. And there's some there are some fun things on there that we do with some little uh, uh, station IDs and things. You know, Bishop. But day keeps the devil away. You know, stuff like that. So it's kind of fun. So how, how do you get to the podcast? Well, it's pretty simple. You just go to your favorite browser and type in your path with Bishop Mark. Do a search for your path with Bishop Mark. It'll pop it right up. Or, if you don't want to do it that way, you can go to one of the wonderful providers that hosts us. Of course, our our primary host is Anchor by Spotify with their new logo. But you can also go to Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, CastBox, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, or TuneIn. Check them out. Those are all great, 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 great uh, apps and and, and podcast uh, suppliers. Check us out on, and we're grateful that they get us all the way around the world uh, and get our message out. Okay, Let's see how I do this. That sure does. Here we go. <music> That seems like a long time we you your hands around you doing all this, doesn't it? And it is. It's 20 seconds. It's a minimum of 20 seconds. It takes 20 seconds minimum to do any kind of good when you're washing your hands. I'm telling you, look, if we become more hygienically aware as a people, I guarantee you we can nip this thing. We can stop it from going much further. We've got to do something. Who here has heard of um, the Delta variant? Have you heard of it yet? oh you mean the new virus it's not a new virus it's a a variant of the covid virus so it's a mutation of the virus that's already out there much stronger much more deadly much more contagious and we're having a spike right now again for the first time in a while in cases they say if you're not vaccinated you will get this strain Uh, i know a lot of people are out there talking about a bunch of malarkey about the vaccines are Laced with chips, microchips, and trackers, and all that kind of BS. Let me let me tell you something, folks. Listen to your bishop. Go get vaccinated. It's your life. Now, I'm not kidding. I don't want that call again, telling me that somebody else has been found in their apartment dead, or somebody else's father is dead, or that. Another friend is in the hospital on a ventilator. I don't want to hear that anymore. Wash your hands. Get vaccinated. Wash your hands. 20 seconds. Soap and water. Dry them. Then use (coughs) a sanitizer if you can. Don't touch people. Don't hug. Keep your social distancing. It's important, folks. Wear your masks still. Even though it's not mandated, it's still protecting others. I know it's uncomfortable, I know it's annoying, but the more of us we do it and get it over with and do these things, wash our hands for 20 seconds at least, with soap and water, wear the mask, practice social distancing, the quicker we can get back to normal and get this out of the way and try and get it squashed, get it away from us. Please, please do your part. Please do your part. Okay. Yeah, Don calling. Yeah. Hi, Don. Guess what? That's, that's the end of our announcements. Okay. So, the computer's giving us a little trouble. We're just going to run it. Oh, yeah. See. yeah. Well, let's, let's answer. Let's answer. Hi, Don. Hey. You're on live. We are in the announcements phase of the of church today. So, you are on live. Uh, you happen to call okay. in. So, hi, how are you? Fine. You missed a lovely service. We, we had some... We had some. Service. It was fantastic. It was It was beautiful. We had some major computer problems, um, but we've mm-hmm. gotten through it. Uh, we're, we're just now finishing up. We're fixing to do our final prayer and then uh, uh, finished it up for the afternoon. I hope you're doing well. Okay, I am. Good deal. It's his birthday. Well, tell him happy birthday from all of us. Okay. Happy birthday. And, and he, I'm going to take your number, It's not because... Okay. That's okay. I'll be glad to I okay. will give you a call as soon as we're done here, okay? Okay. All right. Thank you. Alright, bye-bye. I had to do it, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know. I'm gonna leave it at that. i just rise for a dismissal.